I'm Dan. This after work. Where we talk about the things we do after work. Yeah, not that boring stuff in the middle of the day like I'm a garbage man. Driving around place to place. Sometimes I get real hot. Loading up all that garbage. Sweaty. Does anybody ever run out and tackle you? Sometimes. Sometimes I can't. Irresistible. But you know, that's part of the job. You can't talk about jobs. So- this is called... What? Wait, what is this called again? Oh, sorry, this is after work. Yeah, it is. Sorry, sorry, Dan. Hey, hey, Dan. I'm on vacation this week. Oh, lucky. I don't even know. Like, you showed up and my wife was like, what day is it? <laughs> you haven't really been doing much. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Yeah, kids. It's spring break for the kids. Yes. And yeah, we're taking off to my aunt's tomorrow. But Dan, what have you been up to? So, remember I told you about those delicious tacos I had while we were in Hawaii called Birria Tacos? Oh, yeah? Well, I made them. The most delicious tacos you've ever had? And yes. it comes with soup on the side? Yep. I made it. Tacos with a side of soup. I made it. And? And it was 75% of what it was. I think the main thing that I need to step up the game on is just better meat, which means it's really expensive. But what is this taco? Explain. Okay. So what I did was I took this, the recipe that I, that I got said two pounds of beef short ribs and Mm -hmm. four pounds of pot roast basically. And then you take your pot roast and you cut it up into like mm, three inch cubes and the beef short ribs are already kind of in the same size. Is that Rubik's cube size, or is that? It says a little smaller than okay. a Rubik's cube. That's too big. So maybe like two, two and a half inches. Okay. I don't know. You just cut them up into cubes because you're going to brown them. Mm-hmm. You want to get a lot of brown on there because that's flavor. You want that flavor. You don't want to cook them. You just want to brown them. Brown them up, and then you take these peppers, and I forget what they're called. They're something that starts with a G. And some word that I never even said out loud, so I wouldn't know how to say it anyway. But you've seen them. They come in a plastic bag. They're like dried peppers. They're mm-hmm. kind of a dark reddish okay. maroon type color. And you take those, you cut them open, you get all the seeds out so that this thing's not super hot. And then you boil some water and you steep those for about 15 minutes just in boiling. You know, get the water boiling, put it in there, and you let it set for 15 minutes. And then you take those and you blend them. So you okay, get you're just warming those up a little bit, maybe baking you're them, softening, softening them, them right for the blending. And then you blend it, and then you pour that in with chicken stock and some other stuff into this big giant pot with carrots and uh, garlic. And I didn't put onion in it because my wife's allergic. So and it could be that twenty five percent. I know that's twenty five. I did cut up onion put in at the end like they had which made it more delicious okay but so you put all that stuff and you just simmer it for three three and a half hours nice and then crock pot do or just on the stove it's just on the stove you probably do it in a crock pot but whatever i mean i have a stove i have a crock i have a pot okay why not just do it on the stove all right a little bit more control over simmering on the stove crock pots are finicky Hmm. I, don't, I don't trust them. Okay. Just no. says low and high. Yeah. Can't trust that. There's two settings. 
and it's, they're not neither one of them are good but so and then after you do that you take the meat out and you kind of chop it up shred it up into into uh stuff that you're going to put in your taco and then you have to somehow get all the uh fatty greasy goodness that's on the top of that soup that you made now Mm -hmm. so you took all the meat out and now you have a layer of fat on top of this soup and one of i watched a youtube video and one of the guys said you make it the day before you put it in the fridge and then you just break off this kind of orange layer on the top that's just all fat and that's what you use to fry up your tacos on on the griddle Ooh. So, oh, you're frying this meat after it's been hold on. So now, oh man, this I got is this meat all chopped up, and then you get your tortilla shells, and you either dip them in this top of this stuff, or you separate that out and you kind of pour it on there onto the griddle, and you make sure they get that nice orange color from the grease, mm-hmm. and then you let it fry on the griddle for a little bit, and then you start loading it up with meat and some of that fancy crumbly Mexican cheese mm-hmm. whose name I forgot, but you know the one. Oh, it's really crumbly. It's crumbly. So crumbly. And that's all that goes in the tacos, just meat and cheese. And you fry it up until it's nice and crispy on the outside of that taco. And uh, it turns out the tacos were very, very good. But seven, I'm saying... 75% of the way, that maybe 80% of the way there. But how was the soup? Soup, yeah, that's 75% of the way there. I think I needed more, either more peppers or more spices or something. It was just lacking just a little bit of that flavor depth. Mm-hmm. So next time, I'll just uh, make put a lot more spices in it. Cool. It wasn't that it wasn't spicy it was just that it didn't have that flavor so adding it add an extra spice after you take out or just the whole thing just way spicier or needs more of the spices that i put in it okay yeah yeah so i made those up and it was really good and then we even had leftovers so after i did that i took all the meat and i put it back in the soup and i just added i did add some more spices because we it was six pounds of meat yeah we didn't eat it all (laughs) it wasn't in one sitting right for you guys yeah and so i took some more spices and i put them in there and i just let it simmer for another three hours and we had it for dinner so that was lunch then we had it for dinner again as like a soup or whatever Mm -hmm. it was pretty good it's kind of like a really meaty chili with no beans in it nice which in her mind that's good and then yesterday we had it for leftovers, so I took I took the meat, just took it out of that soup, and I just put that on the griddle also and just kind of let that heat up for a little bit while I was dealing with my tacos over here. Because now, the second day, I had the chance to take off that fat layer, mm-hmm. so I had easy access to be able to get the fat out to fry the tacos. And So you could make this in advance? Just the meat yeah. and stuff. You probably should. Should for That's best. What the guy said, make it the day before. So, because the key to the tacos is the fat. And then that day, when you're ha- like, if you're making this up for a party or something, that day you wouldn't have too much to do. No. Yeah. It's not. It's not actually that much work. Mm-hmm. The 
most of the work and a simmer for three hours. Yeah, I mean that's easy. Most of the work there's there's a little bit at the beginning because mm-hmm. you have to devein and take all the seeds out of the peppers and then blend it and all that. Cool. But a lot of the work is just searing all the meat, mm-hmm. getting all the sides of the meat seared. All the cube sides. Yeah. You're just constantly just rolling. Yeah. But then at the end, you're just making tacos and frying them. It's it's not that hard. I thought it was going to be a lot of work. And I'm like, no, it's not actually that bad. Okay. When are we having a big taco party at your house? Well, if you had a lot of people, it'd be a, <laughs> a lot. I would need a Blackstone. Well, one job, one tool. You get me a Blackstone, I'll throw a birria taco party. That's the big That's the big grill that goes out on your back patio? Yeah. Okay, I think we could swing this. I'll oh. pick one up for you on the, okay. on the way over. All right. Hey, Dan. Hey. It's been a while. It's been so, so long. You got an email? Oh, let me check. Oh, we do. If you want to send an email, send an email to afterworkpod at gmail.com. Email's titled, Oh No! What? It's from Andy. Andy. Gentlemen, I deeply apologize for missing last week's email. I don't know if I've mentioned before, but I play Star Wars X-Wing Miniatures game. Ooh, you play a Star Wars Miniatures X-Wing Miniatures game. Okay. A set of new rules were released a couple of weeks ago, and I'm going to get to play tonight. I have to make a couple of squad lists and then find the components I need and then pack it all up. And instead of doing that, I'm sitting on my couch drinking coffee. <laughs> hmm. Also, around the house, I got a new tool. It's a cordless DeWalt combination drill bit driver. Drill slash bit driver with interchangeable heads. Came with an offset driver and a 90-degree driver. Oh, cool. He says it's super cool. That was from Andy. Also, question, Andy. Is this X-Wing miniatures game like Warhammer type? Is this... Oh, this is a question from you too, Andy. I'm, I'm now asking our super fan a question. That's great. Uh, so you've always been into the RPG games, not really caring about the miniature side, as we've learned over the past years. Right. But now you're playing little, uh, your little D&D with your buddy. Oh, I did play wife, D&D this weekend. And she has introduced some f- mini figures to you, or figures. Uh, mini figs. Mini figs, as we call them. Yeah. It's not a fruit. Turns out mini figs. That was just a, a tiny little seedy fruit. They eat the whole thing. Seedy little fruit. A seedy little fruit. Uh, does it make you want to get into that? No. No. Makes you want to get farther away from I have, figures. I have no desire to play um, a game where I need a ruler. We were out uh, getting some Pokemon cards for my kid at. Uh, some board game shop up the street on Foster like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was showing them the Warhammer 40K figures and telling my wife, being like, to play this game, you need to spend like about 
$800 on these things. Like you need so many of these sets. About at least 800 Minimum. But probably more like 2000 But, I mean, you got to spend your money somehow. You do. Hobbies. Hobbies are hobbies. Everybody's got to have a couple of armies, right? You got to have some armies. Oh, man. What if whenever there was a problem in the world to settle it, just got out your world hammer, 50K, <laughs> and Putin sits down with Biden, and they, <laughs> and they have a little battle over the oh. politics. Uh, 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 hey, Dan. How dare you? Yeah. Uh, Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Andy. It is cool showing up to a party and then getting a big bag out of your, your car, and then you got like a whole bunch of Star Wars figures that you set down on the table. It would probably be cooler if they were Star Wars figures instead of random space marines that, I don't know. Yeah, okay. Little dwarves and stuff fighting. Sure. Hey, Dan, I went to a movie. Oh, what'd you see? I saw Sing 2. Oh, that's the second one. That's the second one. I didn't I didn't watch the first one. I haven't either. And as we went into the theater, I was like, Oh Jackson, do you think I'm gonna be lost in this uh this movie? Like, I don't know any of the characters, I don't know the backstories from anybody. Turns out just animals singing. <laughs> okay. Different pop songs throughout history. Okay. All right. And uh they're trying to put on a new show in Vegas. Oh. These animals, and I'm actually going to Vegas in probably what three, three, four weeks. Wait, what? What month is it? March? Yeah, in a month. In a month. What day is it? I've been on vacation. Twenty second. Okay, in a month and a half, month and a half of a week. <laughs> Let's call it five weeks. In five weeks from now, I said I'm going there. They had like a cartoony version of Vegas. Okay. I'm like Jackson, I'm going there. He's like, you're not going there. That's not a real place. I'm like, ah, oh, dang it. You're right. Anyways, I'm going to where this place is based off of. Right. And he wasn't really interested. Huh. He just, he he thought you were. Uh, he might have thought I was lying. You're just lying to him because he's a child and he'll believe anything. Is Do you think it's going to be a problem that I've slightly exaggerated and told some silly tales for his whole growing up life that now when I'm telling, when I'll tell him the truth, he'll be like, No. You're not doing that. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's going to take a little bit for you to overcome this thing that you've done. Mm, I better... Sh okay, I'm going to start saving for th for therapy. But it was fun, and uh, it was at the Avalon Theater, downtown Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Avalon, is that in a oh, wonder Wonderland? Wonderland. It's a nickel arcade, but they have like two movie theaters in there. The, they call that the Avalon Theater? Well, the, you call it. I'm showing my neighbor. The Wonderland in Portland, nobody calls it the Wonderland. It's called the Avalon because the Wonderland Nickel Arcade is inside of this building that used to be a theater called the Avalon Theater. But that's not the same. So they have the same sign, this giant neon sign that says Avalon out front. So when you want to go to the Wonderland Arcade, really you say, let's go to the Avalon. Huh. 
So I've okay, but in downtown Milwaukee, it's called Wonderland. How was the theater? It was pretty small. Never, like never been in there. Like twelve rows of maybe eight seats across. Oh, wow! So like long and skinny. Like they took a big screen and then cut it in half. They did. It was it was at the time back in the days they were just cutting theaters in half oh, so they man. could. Sh- so there's twice, a lot twice as many. Yeah. Eight. So there's a lot of long skinny theaters around. Yeah, I've been to a couple of those. I don't like them, but it was fine fine theater and seven dollars man inflation oh, that's so cheap yeah it is pretty cheap i i went and you i went and saw batman it was like 14 something free admission to the arcade if you go see a movie oh so you save the two dollar entrance fee to the arcade oh and then we went in there and spent uh spent another seven dollars five dollars each on nickels my son, my son's. That's a hundred nickels. Both my sons realized there's. Remember that game with the sliding coins? That oh goes, yeah, the push, push, pull, like forward and back. Mm-hmm. You, now that it is a sliding card system, instead of actually putting nickels in, those games you slide your card. It takes one nickel off your card, and then five nickels drop down. Oh, so my sons were sliding it and taking the nickels and putting them in their pocket. And they're like, hey, go have this added to our card because they were like, I'm five times in my. (laughs) They they, they figured it out. They figured out the scam. That is kind of crazy. Yeah. One of them walked away with like two dollars in nickels. Huh. So uh that's a that's a flaw in the system. There's a flaw in the system, but don't tell anybody. Unless well, they'll take that away. Unless they were wrong and it actually takes five quarters away from you. No. Or five whatever. It it didn't seem to. Hmm. Anyways, it was fun. Also, I've been uh oh speaking of that, I went to my brother's my brother my oldest brother Art. He lives down in Salem. Uh he has a house up on top of a hill. Beautiful view. Okay. A few years ago, he got divorced, and he's got a son that's a year younger than my oldest. So he's going to be turning eight. No way. He's turned nine here. And he's since the past couple of years has gathered up like a couple arcade games in his house, like stand-up cabinets. Oh, yeah. So, this he's, is... so he's got that PGA golf thing that people love playing he's got uh another one and then he's got the flat one that you sit at and you face each other so the screen is have you seen this one what is it you can play like pac-man or lots of different games like that or shooter games and the screens in the middle of the table it's a two-person like all go and it's facing me and then it flips to your side and you have your controllers on your and it's got a plexiglass or a glass top for Setting have, your drink on. I have seen one like that. But man, we're loving it. I don't think I would fully uh having an arcade in my house, I don't think I would fully love it. Okay, but, but in somebody else's house. But if you're the cool uncle or the the cool dad that gets your son every other weekend and it mm. it'd be a pretty sweet he needs a pool table in there next. Oh, 
well, what about... Oh, uh, he also, he has one of those basketball shooter oh, things where he shoots and it, the ball rolls back to you. Definitely have to have one of those. And air hockey. Mm-hmm. Pool table, air hockey, ping pong, darts. I mean, that's the whole thing. I watched a YouTube video of some people making a shuffleboard table mm-hmm. out of walnut. That is a process. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I mean, from the amount of wood that they used, I got to imagine just to make this thing was over $1,000. Just in walnut? Like a nine-foot-long, three-inch-thick butcher block top made out of walnut. Super, super polished up and for... Mm Mm-hmm. I think you need to get one of those. What would have you ever thought about getting an arcade in your house? I've thought about it many times, and it all comes back to the cost a lot of money. Yeah, a lot of money. I I think if I were gonna do it, unless I just found a specific arcade machine of a game that I really wanted, like let's say Bubble Bobble, or he had Bubble Bobble on that flat top thing, right? But that's not a Bubble Bobble arcade machine. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, if if I wasn't going to get, or say, Double Dragon, or Virtua Fighter 2, you know, something like that, maybe a Cruisin' USA. All the classics. The but, 1998 arcade. <laughs> but if I couldn't find, like, a specific one of those just fell into my lap, I probably want to build a machine. You can build, basically, you build a giant stand-up arcade box. Mm -hmm. It's just, and you put a screen in it and speakers and arcade buttons and you rig all that up to a computer that runs all the games that you could ever want. But it just looks like an arcade machine. Cool. That's probably what I'd do. Yeah. Then you could have a little bit of everything. I feel like I would get tired of the Simpsons arcade game if I played it every single day. Or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. How many times can you rescue April, man? It's tired after a while. I'm like, stop getting yourself into trouble. Yeah. Hey, Dan, now it's time for a little thing that we like to call Around 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 not anything at all? No. Wait, did you put... Saying that makes me think you did. No, you just asked me last week what I was going to use my new tool for. Mm-hmm. And you said I was thinking about it, but I have not. Okay. Well, since I've been on vacation, I've took care of a few things around here. Oh. But I can only think of one in particular. I'm going to start out with the thing I helped my wife accomplish. Over the last eight months... Actually, over the last 13 years, she's been wanting to replace the parking strip in front of our house. I thought you were going to say you. <sighs> For the last 13, it was, it was about the same time. <laughs> that okay. parking strip's really lazy. Always forgets to take out the garbage, that parking strip. Doesn't, doesn't ask me how my day's been going, that parking strip. I'm like, yeah, that parking strip. Anyways, she got rid of that parking strip. Uh, here in Portland, we are required to have a little strip in front of our house. Usually grass is what they have. It's like three feet wide by 
30 feet long. By the whole front of your house. Whole front, right up against the where people park. And it, remember, Dan, how I used to mow the lawn of this house? Oh, and your yard is so weird. You'd have to, like, take your lawnmower down the stairs. Yeah, you got lawnmowers in the backyard in the shed. And we have to take it down the front stairs to mow this strip. No way. Of grass. And it's always been a hassle. You just use the weed whacker on that one, the whippersnipper. I would. I'd like every once in a while, like, it's just easier to, it's, I haven't mowed out front for two months and I just clear it through because yeah. it was a hassle getting the mower down. And the neighborhood, we got an apartment complex around the corner and it's like everybody who has dogs walks around the corner, takes heads down, and then my grass is the first grass they see. Yeah. So it's all just dog pee and dog poo in on that parking strip. We're tired of it. <laughs> Can never yeah. Okay, what'd you do? What'd you do? She dug up oh. about three inches of dirt oh. all the way so she started eight months ago and she had accomplished about twelve feet of it. Okay. Like dug up, laid down that uh, fabric. Yeah. Got some 16-inch pavers and plop, 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 plop. Okay. And then filled in around them with uh, river rock. Wow. So she had done 12 feet. And then over the past three days, I went and I picked up with her more pavers and more gravel. She'd been doing it over time in her small car, like pick up four pavers. Right. And four bags of gravel. But I went in my big car and we picked up everything we needed to, to do. But she wanted to accomplish it on her own. So I just let her let her get at it. She didn't want you taking credit. She knows your move. You there like was... roll up the last minute and take credit <laughs> for the whole thing. <laughs> she had the pavers down and uh on that on that fabric. And I was like, Hey, do you want me to carry over some uh rock from the car? She's like, Yeah, carry it over. And I carried it over and then like opened it up and dumped it on. And she's like, hey, I said carry it over. I was waiting to do that. Does not follow instructions. That <laughs> it, box. It's so satisfying. <laughs> it's so satisfying. And uh, now, I'm sorry, neighbor, but your yard is going to be the one getting pooped on uh, first. No. Still my yard. The dogs are just going to poop on your rocks. Yeah, it'll be easier to see because... Like I said, I didn't mow very often, so the grass would be pretty tall, and there'd be oh, a poop yeah. hiding in there. Okay. <laughs> then you'd come for a visit, and there'd be problems. Anyways, mission accomplished. That's nice. And for me, while I was at Home Depot picking up those pavers, we were like, I was thinking, we should get, uh, we've got this cl clematis in our backyard, a climbing flowery plant, vine plant. Okay. And it grows up this little trellis thing that's like six feet tall. And then it goes from there and it's been trying to reach on to my, uh, my patio cover for the past couple of years. It'll like grab on and grow a little bit. Yeah. So I decided I was going to help it along and I got some two foot wide trellis, little like uh, one by one cedar or whatever made into a trellis or for vines to grow on and I attach that to the side of my thing up high and I'm hoping 
that those clematis are going to grab on there and go as far as they want to, man. It's going to go crazy. Just go crazy on that thing. And I did, I priced it out. For me, usually it's like cheaper to make it yourself than buying the pre-made ones. Yeah. Sometimes. And they were 14 bucks each. I needed three of them. And then I went to like measured out if I were to buy the wood and do it myself. It still would have been like 80 bucks for me to do it myself. Instead of 14? Instead of four, instead of 45. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, they yeah, must so make those things real cheap. They must be like real cheap or lumber prices have gone way up and they forgot to mark up these wooden trellises for some reason. I noticed that when I went to build my pegboard mm -hmm. that all the wood was way more expensive, but the pegboard itself wasn't. Like it was cheap. Hmm. I was like, man, this is really cheap. But all the other wood, like even the little trim pieces, they were all expensive. Anyways, so I have that to look forward to. It was a two for a thing. Maybe those flowers will start blooming and the new neighbor won't look down from her bedroom and stare at me in the hot tub anymore. Mm, the flowers. Maybe she'll it. just be like, I was looking at those flowers. I totally wasn't looking at uh, you in the hot tub. Like, mm -hmm. all right, story checks out. They're beautiful flowers. Well, Dan, I got to get back to my uh, vacationing. What's that? What's happening? Okay. Anyways, I got to get back to my vacationing. Taking off to the Tri-Cities of Washington tomorrow. Oh, the Tri-Cities. I think on the way we're going to stop by uh, the East Wind Cafe, get ourselves some ice cream cones and... Uh, the large ice cream cone. Cascade Locks, and I'm going to have an awesome tumbleweed fire. Oh. Apparently there's a windstorm and there's all sorts of tumbleweeds. Don't do that. That sounds like a bad idea. You light them on fire and then the then the wind blows them. And they're just f flaming tumbleweeds. You know, there's a big fire out there not too long ago. You probably shouldn't do that. Anyways, we'll see y'all next time. After work. After work. After work. After we'll see y'all next time. After work. Nailed it.